made plans for your business's unique needs. From computer repairs to managing networks, servers and desktop services, CrossNet Inc. offers managed services, cybersecurity, data backups, virus, ransomware protection, web filtering, and more. For more information, go to CrossNetInc.com or call for your personalized IT services today at 603-810-1000. CrossNet Inc. IT services keeps your businesses running when you are on the run. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Next up, you'll be listening to United Way Community Connections with Mike Affelberg. United Way Community Connections. United Way Community Connections broadcasts every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on WSMN. In United Way Community Connections, you will be introduced to leaders from all of the great nonprofits in Greater Nashua, from caring for our children to our seniors, from helping our homeless pets to our at-risk vets, from learning the skills to get your GED, to dealing with trauma and substance abuse. Community Connections is the place to learn with Mike Affelberg about what's going on. Learn how you can help and make a difference from the experts. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show, which is making a difference in Greater Nashua. Here's your host, Mike Affelberg. Well, good Monday morning, and welcome to the United Way Community Connections radio show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. It is Monday, October 2nd, 2023. Welcome to October, friends. I uh, can't believe it's already here. Uh, but you know what? It's starting to feel a little bit like fall. Um, you know, the foliage is starting to change. The mornings are getting a little crisper. Today certainly feels a little bit like a fall morning, although later in the day, I know it's going to get warm and tomorrow and Wednesday as well, like as much as 80 degrees warm. So, you know, summer's kind of holding on a little bit. We appreciate that. Thank you very much. And uh, But fall is on the way too. So I hope everybody had a great weekend. I know that I had an amazing weekend. Um, we had uh, the grandson with us this weekend, which was fantastic. He's two years old. Hudsey's just amazing. And uh, what did we get to do with him? We, we did a bunch of stuff, so much stuff, actually. On Saturday, we went down to the uh, Boston Lights, which is uh, in, at the Franklin Park Zoo, and um, 
and uh, he just loved it so much. What an incredible light show. Not a holiday light show, just a, a light show, and just thousands and thousands of different um, – you know, well, not thousands, but hundreds of different, uh, you know, sort of s staged, um, uh, lit up different types of animals and plants and stuff like that. And it was just, it was wonderful. And his eyes were just wide open. He's two years old. So he just thought it was amazing. Um, I'll say parking was a nightmare. The place was full and packed because it was a beautiful evening, but it was really nice. So that was Saturday. We loved that. Yesterday was just a great day as well. We did a ton of stuff with him. We took him to a farm nearby us and uh, went and looked at the animals, the goats, the chickens, the pumpkins, uh, stuff like that. We took him for a little ride on the boat. Um, you know, he's really, his thing is, if I was going to say, what's his thing? His thing is two things. One, animals and two, transportation of all kinds. He loves his tractors. He loves his boats. He loves his airplanes. So we had a great time. It was really nice having him for a couple nights with us and a couple of days. And we're very thankful for that. He brings a lot of light and a lot of joy into our lives. So great way to start the week. Um, you know, having spent the weekend with our grandson. And so it's Monday and it's a beautiful day out. Uh, I'm looking down on Main Street, across from the Performing Arts Center, the Nashua Center for the Arts, right here in downtown Nashua, New Hampshire. Um, you know, our show is here every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. And what we talk about is the nonprofit goodness in our community, the organizations that are working hard to make a difference in greater Nashua, make Make, uh, you know, this place, which is even better for those who live and work here, uh, working on health, education, financial stability, just, uh, you know, amazing organizations we have in our community. And each week we interview two of them. This week, no exception there. We're going to be interviewing our friends from the Brian McCarthy Foundation. That's and family foundation. Well, it's really not a family foundation anymore. It was started by the family of Brian after he passed away to help support educational goals in our community. They have a big fundraiser coming up. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about you know what they're doing and Brian's legacy. So excited about that. And then after that, we're going to have a break. Um, our our sponsors are going to get a chance to talk a little bit about themselves, and we'll come back after that and be joined by our friends from Meals on Wheels of Hillsborough County. Um, they've been on our show before. Great organization supporting seniors, people who are homebound, people who are in need of nutrition assistance. And frankly, as much as anything else, the need for social connectedness. You know, isolation is such an important and serious topic for, for uh, el elderly people who are homebound and and uh, Meals on Wheels does a great job of connecting people to the community. So that's going to be coming up today. I should mention, you know, our sponsors who spoke in the beginning of the show, there's one missing. We have a fourth sponsor who joined us just a couple of weeks ago. They haven't had a chance yet to cut their um, little promotional spot, but Wanderlust Therapeutic Services is a local uh, um, mental health provider and a really a great organization. And they came on board with their um, with the sponsorship for the show as well. So we're grateful for that. Thankful to all of the members of the team over at Wanderlust for their support. 
So busy couple weeks coming up at United Way. You know, we have uh, coming up on October 16th, we have our second annual Gleaning United event. Gleaning is an old concept. You find it in the Bible. What gleaning really refers to is when a farmer um, sets aside a portion of their land and when the um, harvest is brought in, then a portion of the harvest is donated and dedicated to the poor in the community, the poor people, um, local poor people, and they can help to uh, feed themselves off the farmer's land. So we've taken that concept and sort of taken it to the, into the modern world. We have an event for volunteers to participate in at a local farm. We'll be at Kimball Fruit Farm just across the border in Pepperell. And last year we had, I think, about 60 volunteers. And over the course of a couple of hours, they brought in um, you know, a couple thousand pounds of the harvest and that food, that fresh fruit and, and fresh fruit and vegetables, um, both, um, is then distributed to the local food pantries in our community. Places like the Soup Kitchen and Cher and Milford and uh, the Toll Street Mission, Corpus Christi, Food Assistance, etc. Um, and, uh, you know, what they uh, do is to help to feed the local community. So we love that event because it's people working with their hands, partnering with a local farmer, and feeding people healthy fruits and vegetables. That's so tough these days, you know, with the cost of inflation going up and, uh, you know, prices and people unsure of their jobs, stuff like that happening. Um, food security is an emerging and, um, you know, ongoing issue. So that's coming up on October 16th. You can find information about that on our website, unitedwaynashua.org. And under the events tab, you can see something for day of caring events and you'll find Gleaning United. Yeah. Then a couple weeks after that, October 25th, right here at the Nashua Performing Arts Center, the Nashua Center for the Arts, we have our first annual, and we hope it's going to be an annual event, called Care Eoki. That's a plan words. Care is C-A-R-E. and uh, But it is a karaoke competition. And what we've got is we've got um, about 25 acts. Those are organizations that are – or not organizations, individuals and groups that are going to be um, – performing on stage at the Performing Arts Center that evening, and they'll be, they'll be judged by a panel of judges, and there will also be the opportunity for People's Choice Award. So, um, you know, if you love karaoke and you want to you wanna participate, there's still time. We have 16 acts already signed up. If you want to just come out for a great evening of fun and enjoy a good show, it's going to be hilarious, and there's a lot of talent there as well. Um, and of course, there's still a little bit of time for those of you who'd like to sponsor it as well. We already have our pre presenting sponsor, which is Service Credit Union, along with a number of others, but there is some opportunity there as well. Information about that is also at unitedwaynashua.org. That's karaoke coming on up, up on October 25th. Yeah, and besides that, um, you know, not much else I wanted to talk about this morning. I do want to make sure we leave plenty of time for our interviews today, so because they're really uh, um, got a lot to talk about. We're going to start, as I said, with the Brian McCarthy Foundation in just a couple minutes. But before that, we're going to take just a short break now, and that's for our sponsors to speak for a moment about themselves. Again, we have four sponsors for the show. We have Wanderlust therapeutic services. We have Edgestone Properties, one of our community's premier builders, and our very first show sponsor, our original sh sponsor, 
we're grateful for that. We have Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. That is our friends Sal and Jen bringing to the community high-quality promotional products, screen printing, and embroidery for businesses and teams. And last but very not least, CrossNet Inc., a local provider of IT and networking services. So those are the sponsors for our show, and we're going to be back in just a minute with our first interview with the Brian McCarthy Foundation. You're listening to the United Way Community Connections radio show on WSMN. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care, or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive, or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity. United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. CrossNet offers IT services for small and medium-sized clients. We create tailor-made plans for your business's unique needs. From computer repairs to managing networks, servers and desktop services, CrossNet Inc. offers managed services, cybersecurity, data backups, virus, ransomware protection, web filtering, and more. For more information, go to crossnetinc.com or call for your personalized IT services today at 603-810-1000. CrossNet Inc. IT services keeps your businesses running when you are on the run. Well, good Monday morning and welcome to the United Way Community Connections radio show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. It's Monday, October 2nd, 2023. 
You know, our show here each and every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m., talking with nonprofits in our community about what they're doing to make Greater Nashua a place which is stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier for all of those who live and work here. And uh, each week we interview two different nonprofits about that. This week, no exception to that. I have with me in the studio Kim McCarthy. Kim is the daughter of Brian McCarthy, the late Brian McCarthy of uh, the uh, Aldermanic Chamber and other things in Nashua, passed away a number of years ago, and the family at that point started a foundation which has grown and become more and more successful and supporting local educational initiatives. So, Kim, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. It's so great seeing you. I know, I, now you've been on before. It's been a while, though. It's Was it even like before the pandemic? I think it's been um, a while. I think I was on two years ago. Two years I, ago. I don't think I came by last year, but... Well, um, so. well, glad you're back. It's Thank good you. to see you. And, um, you know, for our listeners who don't know, um, tell us a little bit about the Brian McCarthy Foundation. What do you guys do? Um, you know, what's the legacy that you're trying to honor? And how are you how are you doing that work? Okay. Um, so like you mentioned and got into a little bit, my dad was Brian McCarthy. Um, he was a longtime alderman here in Nashua, New Hampshire for about 25 years. And he passed away suddenly Um five years ago this uh, November and I had wanted to kind of do something to kind of recognize his legacy in the community and you know pay tribute to his passion for public education in the community he was very well known for his work with the high school programs or the high school construction projects I should say um, you know among many other things um, and so we started the foundation um, initially as a scholarship program for students from Nashua pursuing um, a STEM-based degree, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And it's kind of branched out from there to be um, kind of a community resource for funding for STEM activities. So along with our scholarship program, we have a community grant program, which is um, up to $500 um, for any any organization looking to do something STEM-based, um, we funded the Nashua Tough Text, the first robotics team earlier this year, and we also provided funding to the um, the Nashua River Watershed Association for their uh, what is it, their junior scientist program this year. So mm-hmm. we've done some community involvement. Um, we have vouchers for elementary schools to have Exploration ALC come in and. Um, they do hands-on, you know, STEM demonstrations in classrooms. So, um, I'm trying to think what what else we've done. We've done done a lot. Um, we actually sponsored one of Exploration's new programs that they're bringing in. It's a plasma science program that includes a Tesla coil. So. Um, how often do you get to say you bought a Tesla coil? So we sponsored. Not that often, I imagine. You know. So um, <laughs> we were very interested when that came up. And um, so we decided to sponsor that last year as well. So, And on top of that, with our scholarship program, um, we gave away four $5,000 scholarships this year to national high school students that were going into STEM-based um, learning. And overall, in the last four years we've donated over $55,000 back into the community so far. Yeah, I was just looking at your website, $55,800 in scholarships, grants and donations, 653 students, 14 scholarships, 28 projects funded. A lot of great work. Yeah. Um, your dad would be proud. 
Yeah, That's really I pretty so. great. Yeah, so. absolutely. You look a lot like your father, by <laughs> the way. Uh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> it's it's uncanny, actually. Um, I remember so many times running into Brian downtown, and yeah, one of the times I ran into him was just at a. It was one of these downtown music things. Yeah, they used to do on Main party. Street. Yeah, on Main Street, they used to shut down Main Street and have like a little, uh, um, like the little. Uh, Stage and it was actually right here, I believe, at the corner of of Main Street and West Pearl. And I, he was just sitting there one day, and I sat down next to him, and it was a nice evening. We started talking, and he was just such a like a just great like down to earth guy. Yeah, you know, bigger than bigger than life and down to earth. In, yeah. in every way. So um, it's it's a great legacy. I wanted to mention you guys have an upcoming event. Of course, you're a foundation, which means. You know, you also accept donations, right? Correct. For all the work you do, and and you also are now fundraising for that too, which is important. Um, all of this doesn't come from nothing. Correct. So you do have an event coming up here at the Performing Arts Center, is that right? Yeah. Um, speaking of music on Main Street, um, mm-hmm. we will be having it's a pre-event show. I've discovered a little bit of confusion about this lately. It's a pre-event show to the 60s show. Um, so it's called A Blast from the Past, and it starts at 5 p.m. on October 15th. And tickets to our event include a ticket to the 60s show. And I know that's been a very popular in-demand event or show at the yeah. at the venue. Um, it was very important to, well, at least to me, and I think to the rest of our board, that we did something at the Center for the Arts when it opened, too, because... Among other things, yep. my dad was a really big supporter, one of the early supporters. He of, was, I know, of the center. Um, so I really wanted to get in there and do something exciting to kind of honor him and honor. Um, I still call it the pack, and I try not to. But I honor, try. I call it honor. the Performing Arts Center <laughs> yeah. too, and you know, and I look at the sign every week. It says National Center for the Arts, and I still call it the pack, and that's all right. This such a great view. That that's okay have. because I also call it the Broad Street Parkway, and, yes. and people are slowly dating me by that. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about the show. I mean, what's gonna? What is it? Is it a talent show? Is it a, what is it? So. Um, so our event or the the success? your event, okay. your, so, oh, you know their yeah. ev- that event that's fine yeah, too. But their, your so event, our event will be um, it's from five to seven. We're yeah. on the third floor, so um, we're on the terrace level. So weather permitting, we should have rooftop access. Um, we have a couple guests that'll be joining us. I mentioned the Tough Tux first robotics team and yeah. exploration. Um, so Tough Tux will be there with their robot from last season, giving demonstrations, and um, Jeremy Griffiths from. Exploration yep. will be there with the plasma science um, demonstration, and you know, fingers crossed, we will have the Tesla coil available for people to see, and a few demonstrations on that throughout the evening. Um, we have, you know, all the other typical fun. No, that's not things. a fire hazard, is it? That's not going to explode so. or so. Tesla it coil. <laughs> Tesla coil is one of those things that looks super dangerous, but it isn't. It it, it isn't. But he, it looks I that mean, way. Yeah, he brings it. <laughs> You know, like he yeah. brings it into classrooms That's, all the time. Yeah. I've seen a few videos. And, yep. you know, once I, like, I know once I kind of saw the settings he has it in, it was like, oh, okay, like there's little kids that are around. Yeah. This. this should be okay. So. Yeah. And you can touch it, right? You touch it and your hair, like, gets super static uh, charged. I think that's a different ah, thing. Ah, okay. Uh, Maybe but he that's does different. have, he does have yeah. that device too i'm yeah, not quite okay. sure what that device is and he's got yeah. the little the globe that the little lasers move when you put your fingers to it so it sounds um, like a lot of fun yeah it sounds like a lot of fun and tickets are on sale and yes. you can buy them i'm sure right now just go to the nashua center for the arts yes. and they have 
Um, I'm guessing the tickets go through their box office um, for, for the event. Correct. Tickets are available through the National Center through for the Arts website. Yeah. Um, it's specifically the Mark McCarthy Foundation fundraiser ticket, and that will include the ticket at, for the CCD show as well. So. What a fantastic idea. Was that one of your board members that thought up this idea? Because I think it's great. Um, kind of a collective yeah. decision. We, um, we'd reached out to the Center for the Arts to say we wanted to do this, and they yeah. gave a list of shows available, and I... Um, I mean, I know my dad loved 60s music, and I'm actually a huge fan of the era as well, so I was very excited to, to do that one, and kind of, we went with the theme based on that as well, um, and um, I'm just, yeah, I'm just really excited for it, so. Now, you um, have to, now I just went onto the website, and I, I, I say, you, you know, this is important to know. Yep. You're only allowed up to 99 tickets per order. Yeah, yeah. So buyers now, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you and you can invite your 99 person family to join you. Yes. So, and I would, I, I do want to mention yeah. like our sponsors for that event too. Please because do. We've been um, very fortunate to get a lot of, or a, not a lot, but a handful of sponsors. Yeah. Um, we have Matthias Trucking from Hollis is our cosmic sponsor. Um, we have Constellation sponsors are from Enterprise Bank. And here in Nashua and Simsmania and McKee, which is um, my my office um, out of Cambridge. And then we have Shooting Star Sponsors, which is going to be Harvey Construction, who built the Performing Arts Center, or I'm sorry, the National Center for the Arts, mm-hmm. um, Southern New Hampshire Health, St. Joseph's Health, and Paisner Dental Associates. Um, and then we also have um, Fort Engage here in Nashua as our floral sponsor. And... Um, Amber was very excited to kind of work with us to create the centerpieces for that. And make oh, kind of, nice. You know, like there will definitely be signs to say, like, please touch the flowers because it's supposed to be um, an interaction with the, with the centerpieces. They match our color theme. They're, you know, very unique textures. They're, they look different. So I think it'll be very exciting. It so. sounds like a great show, Kim. Yeah. I'm sure you and your family and everybody and all your board will be there. And yep. sounds yep. like a great, sounds like a great time. And, um, congratulations on pulling that together. I yeah. think that's pretty amazing. Thank you. It's still, uh, yeah. still got the last few pieces. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> I mean, there, we're working so. on an event for October 25th and I, we just had our walkthrough third time walkthrough on, mm. on, on, uh, uh, Friday, and it's a lot. It's a lot to pull together a big performance event for it sure. Is. So, what's next at the Brian McCarthy Foundation? Um, so, next year is our five year um, five year anniversary. So, we haven't quite worked out what we're going to be doing for that, but we have talked about we want to do kind of a big celebration for that. Um, and you know. I, we've bounced some ideas around, but I don't want to say anything concrete okay. on what it is yet. No problem. But I do also hope to um, try to tie it into the opening of the middle school as well, which um, I just want to make sure I mention like foundation is not connected to the middle school, but um, the new middle school, the Brian S. McCarthy middle school is named in memory of my dad. And um, that's just, just such an honor to, to have. And um, I'm hoping we can somehow form, a connection between the two as well. So, um, yeah, with our five year anniversary coming up, I'm looking forward to doing something big to celebrate that and give back to the community during that as well. So that's really fantastic. And that's also a great piece of Brian's legacy for sure. 
I know he was a big, uh, a big proponent of public education and had a lot to do with um, actually that particular project as well as the Performing Arts Center. So yeah. fantastic. And lots and lots of other things as well. Yeah. So that's, that's great. Um, I, you know, I so appreciate when a child, I'm going to call you a child because <laughs> I'm a child too. When a child, you know, sort of, you know, works to honor their parents' legacy. I think that's really fantastic. It's hard though, right? Sometimes I'm sure it's sometimes it also, you probably think about your dad more than you would if you weren't doing this work. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. I wonder about that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, because. Yeah, it's just a weird dynamic, you know, when we, like, obviously when he passed, it wasn't just our family grieving. There was, right. You felt it pretty much everywhere we went for a while. And, um, you know, and I still run into people, we were at the farmer's market yesterday, and I ran into a lot of people that came over, they saw the photo, and were like, oh, you mm. know, I knew, I knew Brian, like, what, um, and I was surprised because they, you know, hadn't heard of the foundation, so it was a great opportunity to get, right. to tell them about it, and um, sometimes I forget, too, because I talk about the foundation so much, like, I know exactly what it is we do, mm. and I get a little, like, oh, how do you not know this with people sometimes? <laughs> um, well, but, well, there's yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> Um, so, um, but yeah, it's like, I definitely, you know, I talk about it and I talk about my dad a lot and I think it's, you know, I know it's helped my healing process, but, um, I do, yeah, I do think about him a lot, especially, you know, when we were at the center for the arts opening, it was, you know, big day and, you know, going to the school and seeing the school and thinking about that. And even like at my own job, um, right. Um, because I'm working on a high school that's under construction right now. And, you know, and I think about um, when the national schools were under construction, he brought me on tours and um, meetings and stuff like that when I was just a high school student. And so I, yeah, I do think about him a lot. And I think, um, you know, I think he'd be happy with everything going on right now. I think he'd be happy and I think he'd be proud of you um, for, for this work. It's a lot of pressure though. I gotta, I gotta say, because I can always imagine, you know, my dad sitting on my shoulder, you know, and me looking over and saying, Oh, well, I better do the right thing here because dad's watching, but uh, he'd be proud of it. And he'd be very impressed. I think with what um, has been done and continues to be done um, in his name and with his legacy. Yeah. Um, I'm sure of that. Yeah. So something I think so about. So good for you. Yeah, something I think about when we interview our um, scholarship applicants too, is kind of this. You know, would my dad get along with this person? Would he like to have a conversation <laughs> with them? Uh, and I mean, he would have liked to have had a conversation with anybody. You know, I'm sure that's true. Absolutely. Forty applicants one year, and he would have yeah. loved all of them. I'm sure. But um, yeah. we kind of go do the like, who would he connect with? Who would he respond to? So. When does your application process start for your scholarship? Um, so the application will be out in probably late January, early February. Yep. Um, we accept them for a couple of months. Usually they're due by April sometime. Um, we'll go through, review them, and kind of narrow the field down, reach out to you know, maybe half a dozen or so kids that we want to interview. And we'll do an online interview from that. And then within a few few days, usually, or a week or so, we'll make our selection. So it's a about you know five or six months process each year to to get through that so. it's a lot it's definitely a lot and, and typically you get how many applicants would you would you guess um usually around 30 each year 
I think. Um, our first year we had 20. Our second year we had around, I think it was 40 to 45 or so. And it's mm-hmm. been in the 30 range with, you know, about split between each school. So um, it's always kind of interesting to read through all the applications, too, because um, these kids are just so ambitious and motivated and do so many more things than than I did when I was in high school. And I even I look at it and I'm like, would I get my own scholarship if I applied for this? And um, it's hard to say, but so. well, you might. I'm looking at your biography <laughs> on the uh, board of directors list, and I will say, if you are not, you are nothing if not your dad's son, <laughs> dad's daughter. It's a uh, um, he. I found Brian to always be like one of these guys who was like interested in everything. Yeah. So his daughter, of course, enjoys reading and gardening and fishing and craft beer and watching the Red Sox and the Patriots. And you're teaching yourself the ukulele, the baritone ukulele, (laughs) and aspiring to be on Jeopardy. Yes. And that is pretty great. I love that. (laughs) That is is fantastic. What a great great bio. I appreciate that. Kim, we're about out of time. Um, Where can people find out more about the Brian McCarthy Memorial Foundation? So you can go to our website, which is www.bsmmemorial.com. We're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter, um, Facebook and Instagram. You can find us just mm-hmm. through Brian S. McCarthy Memorial Foundation and Instagram and Twitter. We are at BSM Memorial. And I found you online just by Googling Brian yeah. McCarthy Foundation. Yeah. And it came Brian right McCarthy up. Nashua will also get you to something related to that's this, so. that's fantastic thank you so much for joining me this morning and congratulations on all the great work you're doing in our community thank you thank you for having me absolutely and good luck at your 60s show it's going to be a blast from the past it will be i hope it's so. coming up october 16th you said october 15th october 15th at, at nashua center for the arts right here in downtown nashua go on their website buy tickets today and uh join kim and the crew from the brian s mccarthy memorial foundation Thank you so much. Thank you. So we're going to take another quick break, um, give our sponsors a chance to talk about themselves after the break. We'll be back with our next interview. And those are our friends from the Hillsborough County Meals on Wheels, a great organization that we've worked with for many years, talking a little bit about what they're doing to help seniors and isolated adults um, with food security and also isolation. You're listening to the United Way Community Connections Radio Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom. Conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. 
CrossNet offers IT services for small and medium-sized clients. We create tailor-made plans for your business's unique needs. From computer repairs to managing networks, servers and desktop services, CrossNet Inc. offers managed services, cybersecurity, data backups, virus, ransomware protection, web filtering, and more. For more information, go to CrossNetInc.com or call for your personalized IT services today at 603-810-1000. CrossNet Inc. IT services keeps your businesses running when you are on the run. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. Well, good Monday morning, and welcome to the United Way Community Connections Radio Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. It's Monday, October 2nd, 2023. Welcome to October, and welcome to our radio show, Sean from Meals on Wheels. So glad to have you with us this morning. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. It's great to see you. And how was your weekend? I had a great weekend. Yeah, you want to talk just a little closer to the microphone? We'll just sure. check and make sure How's you get... That's uh, better. Definitely better. I'm a, yeah. I'm a radio rookie. Radio rookie. Well, you know, we're all kind of radio rookies. I'm a radio rookie myself, so no worries there. Um, so you had a good weekend? I did. How all right. You? Anything exciting? No, just hanging out with the kids and the wife and... Watching a little football, although that wasn't very exciting at all, was it? <laughs> well, it depends on whose game you were watching. But <laughs> if you were a Dallas Cowboys fan, it was your day. That's true. Um, I'm not, so it wasn't. Um, although I'm not a huge Patriots fan, I'm a huge not liker of Dallas. So okay. it was not a great, not a great day for that. But uh, oh well, it happens. It's going to be maybe one of those years. Who knows? Like oh, well. It. So let's see. Meals on Wheels. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on. I know that one of the things we want to talk about is volunteering your organization. Let's tell, tell us a little bit about what you guys do, and then we'll get into like how people can get involved as volunteers. How sure. about that? So we've been in uh, Hillsborough County since uh, 1977. We started out delivering meals to uh, older homebound adults, uh, disabled adults. And back then, we delivered around 150 meals in a year, and now we're up to over 
I'd say upwards of 350,000 meals a year delivered to older adults, homebound adults, and disabled adults. All throughout Hillsborough County. Yes. That's that's an amazing that's an amazing number. That is a lot of people getting meals. How often do people um, receive services for Meals on Wheels? So the goal is to deliver meals Monday through Friday. So we try and get out to every client um, five days a week. We don't deliver meals on the weekends. So every client. Um, receives a visit every day or is it every client receives a visit once a week or how does that work? So we, we do try and visit each client once a, once a day, Monday through Friday. Fantastic. And, um, one of the challenges is when we don't have enough drivers or staff and volunteers is we have to abbreviate routes. So we may only be able to go to a client four days out of the five instead of five days out of five. And, and the goal is to eliminate those abbreviated routes. Right. So, I mean, the meals that you deliver, it's possible you could put them in the freezer. That's not really the point, right? The point is more the connection and the social aspect. Absolutely. Is that right? Yes. It's the wellness check that goes hand in hand with the meal. We want to be able to see the client, talk to them for a few minutes, just have a friendly visit, and just make sure they're doing okay. Okay. Um, what are you, are you finding... Um, you know, uh, you know, we all we talk a lot about mental health needs these days, and we also talk about sort of social isolation coming out of the pandemic. Um, and how is that affecting some of your clients? What are you guys seeing? Oh, there's definitely been an, an increase in loneliness and social isolation. So we we are always trying to combat that with uh, different programs. Not only the meal delivery, but we also have other community dining events, and we have a, a dine out club card as well now where. And folks that can still get out of the house can go have a meal at a restaurant, a participating restaurant. That's really great. So you're getting people out, um, getting people out of their homes, but also coming to them when they can't. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I do know a lot of people who say who will report that uh, the only person they maybe see even during the week is their driver for Meals on Wheels. Yeah, we do a client survey every year, and 59% of our clients say that the Meals on Wheels driver is the only person they see during the day. That is an unbelievable, that's a staggering number of people who are just seeing your drive. Such an important thing. So um, if somebody wanted to get involved with volunteering for you, what are some of the roles? What are some of the things that they could take on as a volunteer with Meals on Wheels? Our number one need is drivers. So if you wanted to be a driver, we ask one day a week. Uh, it's approximately two hours, depending on the length of the route, uh, from around 10 a.m. To, to noon is, is the ask for drivers. We also need people to come in. We, we don't make the meals anymore since the pandemic, but we have a commercial kitchen that delivers the meals to our five distribution sites. So we need people to get those meals from the truck and, and pack them into the coolers for the drivers when they show up. We're, we're in pretty good shape there, but it's definitely a, a need for drivers more than anything else at this point. And to be a driver, what sort of special skills do you need other than obviously you need to be able to drive <laughs> and you probably have to have your own car and you need, you need insurance, I imagine. Yes, there's an insurance requirement. You have to be 21 years old, um, just a friendly, outgoing person that, that wants to help the community. And background check, oh, I'm yeah. assuming we something like that. Oh, yeah, we do two like background that. checks, yes, a criminal background check and then one through the Bureau of Elderly and Adult Services. Okay, very important, because you are going into people's homes. Yes. Absolutely, and some of those are some vulnerable human beings. Absolutely, yeah. That's 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 uh, good to know. And so, how would a person go about volunteering if they wanted to incline, um, incline, if they were inclined to express interest? How would they go about doing that? They can go to our website. It's HCMOW, so Hillsborough County Meals on Wheels dot org, and there's a volunteer section. You can click on the tabs and, and fill out an application, and an email will come in, and and we'll be in touch right away. And the first thing we would like to do with a, a potential volunteer is to have them go out on a ride along. They go with an experienced driver. They get to find out what it's all about, 
sometimes um, folks go on that ride along and they realize, you know, maybe this isn't for me. And then others realize it's exactly what I want to do. It's exactly how I want to give back to the community. And once that happens, we set up a second ride along and then start the paperwork and background check process. So it's a it's around a five hours of training and, and background checks and paperwork and, and things like that before they can go out on their own. Okay. Yeah, I have um, one of my board members, Peter, who's a volunteer with you guys. He drives, I think, two or three times a week, actually, here in Nashua with his wife, Jeannie. And they absolutely love it. I uh, He's one of my board members, but I'm constantly thinking, Peter's going to, he just loves what he does with you guys so much more than what he loves what he does with us. <laughs> of course, he's on my finance committee, so it doesn't get any drier than that. Right. He loves the interaction. He loves um, being able to like make a difference really in that very tangible way. It's it's hard to put into words. I you know, I go out and do roots sometimes, and, and when you get to see the client and you get to see the appreciation from them, it's just a wonderful feeling. You're doing a selfless mm-hmm. act, but you get so much from benefit from it for yourself. I agree. I think you probably get, you might get as much, if not more, than the clients actually get. Right. Um, and we find that with volunteering in general, right? People who volunteer, there's some amazing statistics on this. People who volunteer, they live longer. People who volunteer, they feel better. They live healthier lives. I, I mean, that's pretty magical, if you ask me. Actually, I agree. You can be having a bad day. You go out and you deliver a meal to somebody, and they're just so appreciative and happy. And you can just see it. Right. And it just makes you feel better instantly. That's 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 right. So, connect to Meals on Wheels. Become a volunteer. Anything else you want to tell us about upcoming stuff at Meals on Wheels? What's what's new, and uh, what should people know about? So we do have that Dino Club card. Mm-hmm. That's uh, we have three participating restaurants right now. We've recently bought Blake's in Manchester. We'll be moving in there in the next couple months, and then eventually down the road, we'd like to have a, a restaurant at Blake's again to have the Dine Out Club. That's another great way for people to get out in the community, meet other people. So you'll actually maybe even have your own restaurant where people can go. Exactly. That's that's the hope down the road. Um, and then, you know, again, another spot where people can just meet new people and get out, have a good nutritious meal. And uh, meet. I do have a story. I had a woman call me on the phone, and, and she had just signed up for the Dine Out Club, and she said, you know, I was lonely and isolated, what we're trying to work towards preventing for people. And, and she said, I went out to the Dino Club, and I met some new people, and now I go on bus trips. I have a whole new set of friends. We get together, and it's exactly what the program's all about. So that's one thing. Um, we do have our holiday gift bag, bag program coming up soon in it's, the next couple months. It is almost holiday time. How does that work? So we are going to put together large bags of items for our clients. Every client will get one, so we'll need a team of people to assemble the bags. We'll need people to donate to them. We'll have a list of items on our website at some point down the road uh, with uh, the items we need to collect, and then we'll just send them out with the drivers, and we're hoping to get a ton of volunteers to go out with the drivers. It'll be another opportunity to learn about what it is like to deliver to our clients and also to be able to help distribute the the holiday gift bags. Uh, did you know what uh, is on the menu this week? For? For Meals on Wheels. For, do, you, do, I, do you know? This is a trivia question. <laughs> no, I don't know. You you stumped me. Well, I pulled up your website. Okay. So, you today, the menu? so today, yes, I'm looking at the menu. I'm, okay. a, I'm a foodie, okay? okay? So I had to figure, like, what am I going to eat? You know, what if I was a Meals on Wheels class? Today is beef cabbage casserole. I love beef cabbage casserole. Okay. Tomorrow is even better. Grilled chicken with tikka masala, marsala sauce. And rice. I love that. Wednesday is Spanish beef. I don't know what Spanish beef is, but it sounds good. Uh, Thursday is cranberry orange chicken. And Friday is butter oh, butternut mac and cheese. 
Oh my God, you guys are way into way into the harvest here. I love it. Yeah. That's so great. It's our fall menu. It sounds delicious. It really does sound delicious. And by the time you get to the end of the month, you're looking at chicken pot pie and uh, oh, and by the way, on Tuesday, October 31st, it's a cold meal, so don't heat it up. I'm just warning you right now. It's egg salad. So <laughs> egg salad. Don't do that. So. Now the the variety of meals. It's a lot, right? And it's also um, very nutritious looking. Yes, we uh, we meet the um, a third of the nutrition uh, for for a day for a a person. So, uh, with protein and fruits and vegetables and uh, bread and everything they need. That's fan. That's fantastic. Now there are other types of things you can do as a volunteer with Meals on Wheels. I'm looking at your site, and it says you're also occasionally looking for help with admin around the office, we, and also for special events. Is that right? Yeah. So we do have community dining where we'll go out. Right now, we've had um, several lunches at Buck Meadow in Hamhurst, where we've invited seniors to come out. We usually get around 40 to 50 seniors that come out, and we need people to help set up the tables, and we serve the meals. They're not hot meals, but we. Bring them to right, the table, of course, so they can um, eat them at the table. And then when it's time to break down, we break down and and go home. So we have events like that all throughout Hillsborough County, um, and and they're always on our website. What the upcoming events? That's that's really fantastic. Yeah, I know. Looking at news and events, you had your ice cream social. That's already over, right? Yeah, that was a couple weekends ago. It was fantastic. We had a perfect day. What was it? Tell us about it. So it was an opportunity for people to see the new facility. Yeah, um, okay, get at Blake's, right? Yeah, uh, raise money for uh, Meals on Wheels and just have some ice cream and just come visit and and sit down and talk to us. You know what? John didn't invite me to that. Uh-huh. I'm very sad, and I like ice cream, and I think he probably knows that. Ah, I'm you sorry, can't... you missed out. It was a wonderful day. Tell 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 Mr. Erikezo that Appleberg is a little mad because he wasn't <laughs> invited to the ice cream social. I will pass that along. I'm sorry he didn't know about it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's fine. I if I had paid attention, I probably would have known about <laughs> it. I know it wasn't being kept as a secret. So, all right, very good. Well, um, how long have you been with Meals on Wheels? Just under a year. How do you like it? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I've never been in, in the nonprofit space before and yeah. or volunteering for that matter. I volunteered on a few different things, but not a ton of it. And uh, the organization's great. The people are great. The mission's amazing. You know, just being out there. There's a need in the community, and it's not really seen. You know, these right. people are home. Right. And when you're walking down the street and you're enjoying your city or you're You don't park, see your Meals on Wheels clients. No, Absolutely not. That's true. Them. And so it's there's a, a real need to reach out to these folks, let them know they're not alone, give them a meal, spend a few minutes with them, make them feel good. And, and it's good for the loved ones, too, that, that can't be there all the time, um, knowing someone's going to see their, their parent or grandparent on a regular basis. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, I know that I live in a family where we're sort of... Sp- Read out all over the country before my my parents passed away and my my aunt um, as well. You know, I wasn't able to see them. You know, we're up here in New England. My aunt, my grandmother were in New York. My parents were in California. You know, and being as a child or as a relative, being um, you know in that situation, but knowing that somebody's checking in and knowing that there's, um, you know, a good nutritious meal coming and that there's somebody who is a friendly face and a safety check, as you say, that's important. That's really important. My grandmother, I think about her all the time now that I, I work for Meals on yeah. Wheels. She lived in Massachusetts. I couldn't see her as often as I would have liked. Right. And, and every time we would drive away, we would look over our shoulder and she'd be standing at the sliding glass door. 
And I think now, she never had Meals on Wheels, but I think it would have been perfect for her. <laughs> yeah. She would have had somebody there every day to see her. It, it Just a few minutes just makes somebody feel better. And, and of course, the meal is, is very important as well. Yeah, my grandmother got Meals on Wheels in, in New York, and my cousin Sandy... Um, in New Jersey had Meals on Wheels as well. And um, I think both of them, they always referred to their drivers like a friend and a friendly face. And I don't know if they loved the food or hated the food. I don't really don't care, but they had somebody checking in with them and right. that was important. And if they ate the food, that was great too. Countless times when I'm filling in, I will be at a client's house and they'll ask about the driver that's normally there. Right. I hope she's okay. I hope he's okay. Where are they? Yeah. Are they doing okay? They're, they're curious because they're used to seeing that same person if it's every Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever the case may be. Now, if a person wants to volunteer, just go on your website and um, look under opportunities and fill out the application. Is that right? You can, or you can go to uh, the uh, Greater Nashua Volunteer website. Is what we have a yeah. ad on there as well. Yep, um, I know that. And you can call the office at 424-9967 and ask for me. Sean. How many volunteers do you guys have actively? We have a, approximately, on a monthly basis, 230 volunteers. Wow, that's a lot. It's a lot. 140 to 150 drive. And it, it sounds like a time like, oh, what, what do you need more volunteers for? But we have 67 routes throughout the entire county. And if we're delivering five times a week. So sure, you need so 70, 350, you need 350 drivers. And plus people get sick, they go on vacation, they exactly. need fill-ins. You probably, I'm guessing to be like, to feel like you're really comfortably fully staffed, I bet you would love to have 400 driver volunteers. As many as we can get, we'll take them because there's always a need. <laughs> yeah. and, and another thing, yeah. I, I love, you mentioned your board member that does yeah. uh, driving with his wife. Peter, right? I think two people going together is ideal. It's mm -hmm. nice to have some company. It's nice yeah. to be out there with somebody else. We can't, I mean, we do have some husbands and wives or couples that, that drive together. And, and if we had that many volunteers, then people could go out together and, and, and the experience would be that much better. So go to hcmow.org. That's Hillsborough County Meals on Wheels.org. And if you go to the volunteer tab, there's a volunteer application. I just looked at it. It'll probably take you all at two minutes to fill out. I'm guessing that goes then over to Sean and you'll get a call from somebody and uh, get connected to volunteer opportunities. That's it. Sean, I guess we're about, about out of time. You know that? I, that was quick. It always is. Um, <laughs> Please say hi to everybody in the office. I, um, you guys are great, and uh, it's really. Now, are you moving actually out of the office in in uh, Merrimack as well when the new place is open? At some point, yeah, down the road. We, well, hopefully in the next yeah. couple months, we'll be moving over to uh, Manchester as well. Sounds great. Well, congratulations on that, thank and you. thank you for coming and joining us today. Thanks for inviting me. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. So I'm gonna like turn off your. Uh, microphone and uh, say thank you to everybody who joined us today. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, October 16th is United Way's Gleaning United event. If you want to get involved with volunteering to help bring in the harvest a little bit, help us, join us. All of that food that we produce will be going out to local food pantries throughout the community. Um, join us at karaoke on October 25th. And please be sure to sign up as a volunteer for Hillsborough County Meals on Wheels. They always need the help, and we're glad to support that. So you've been listening to the United Way Community Connections radio show. I will be back next week with another great set of interviews. Until next week, please remember be kind to one another because great things really do happen when we live united.